0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast main event. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Tyler. I'm Carrie. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day, because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Welcome, guys. Howdy.
1: Thank you. We're I
0: shorthanded. Think... It's, uh, I'm surprised, because it's Clash of the Champions.
1: I mean, the champs are here.
0: One of them is. Yeah, it's me. Well, I mean, you are a champion. We know you are yeah. all
2: actually champions.
0: That's true. Technically, we are uh, all there currently are multiple holding a are champions
1: in the name.
0: Yes, but, see, t- see tonight all the belts are on the line, except for yours, because you are our NXT champion. This is your first it's time true. on the podcast since being NXT champion. How does it feel?
1: Um, It feels good.
0: <laughs> I think this is your first <laughs> time as NXT champ, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think so, Because yeah.
1: I don't watch NXT, and I make those picks uh, purely out of my ass.
0: Well, and, like, there's five matches. I make yeah, so. them based
1: on whose name sounds more ferocious, similarly to how I choose my sports teams.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you don't watch it. Now, here's the real question, though. Uh, we were trying to decide if there's any big news that isn't tonight's show, Class of Champions mm-hmm, 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, NXT starts live on USA Network this week. Are you guys going to watch it now that it's on TV? No. Uh, probably not.
2: I don't know that I need three nights of wrestling in my... like. If anything, I might... like. Well, no. I mean, I didn't even watch SmackDown this week. Hmm. I've actually like really started slipping lately. Usually, it's pretty much a guaranteed thing, but I've had a lot of Mondays and Tuesdays where I'm just like, I'm going to let the DVR catch it, and I'll fast-forward through a lot of shit. Like, that's,
0: that's what I've done the last couple of weeks, too, but like, it's a lot easier having the DVR to just be like, okay, I will catch up. I yeah. haven't started fresh at 8 o'clock yeah. in a couple of weeks. Like, I, I, mean, I still we, watch all We do it. that on purpose. Yeah, yeah. if haven't. I'm sitting at, on my couch at
2: 8 o'clock, yeah. I will let it get to 8.30 so that I can... There's always at least one thing... That I need to fast forward through.
0: Well, and this also, like, post-SummerSlam also starts that, like, three-month period where, like, God bless them. They're charity endeavors. They're great. They help people. Like, they give people the opportunity to spread their platform. Absolutely. I just, like, I don't necessarily want to watch it as part of my wrestling show. So, like, Mm -hmm. as great as the Connors Cure stuff is and how those are all really sad but also uplifting stories, it, like, I don't necessarily want to sit through that because it just, like, makes me uncomfortable about, like, scenarios and I just want to relax and watch wrestling. Doubled
2: down by like the inherent cringiness of these things where uh, I, all I can think is every Susan G. Komen where we're giving these belts to these women who are like yeah. shell shocked that they're in the middle of this ring in front of 20,000 people. Yeah. And, and, and that is next month. So it's yeah. like you
0: get the Connor's Cure month that month. And I, then there's military appreciation. Like all of these are worthwhile causes. That's yeah. Cool. I'm
2: not telling them not to do no. it. I'm just telling them I need to start their program a half hour later. So I don't have to watch it. Cause I am, that is not what I'm here
0: for. I came not to watch specific. wrestling, not lifetime.
1: I just want to make it clear. That that's not the only thing we fast forward through. We no, also no, no, fast forward no. through commercials, and we also fast forward to through pretty much anything. With like, oh, I'm trying to think of someone we constantly fast forward. Roman, through.
0: Roman. Any of the Frank Thomas commercials? Like, I get yes. it. All the women at the gym think you're hot, and their husbands lack the Can ability I just to please tell them you, in bed. We argue we about
1: it. that commercial constantly. They're
0: so
2: annoying. Uh, also. I need to be able to fast forward through the recap of the thing you I watched, watched twenty it. minutes ago, or twenty. Wow, that's amazing. Usually, it's like five. I know. Or the recap of the thing that you also that happened last week that you also recapped for me at ten, and also recapped yeah. for me at nine. You know, like I, I I need to be able to get through that yeah. shit. Um. So yeah, no, I don't usually start late, but this has been the first few weeks where I've really been like, I'll get to it on maybe Wednesday. Yeah.
0: And I never even got to SmackDown this week, so I have to let me know if something cool happened. Mm, not the really. Undertaker showed up. He went, uh, "Remember me in Madison Square Garden's real cool." And then Sami Zayn <laughs> was like, "I'm the future," and he chokeslammed slammed him. And honestly, I think I wasn't like settled into wrestling yet, so I still was only like half pageant because it opened the show the same way that Stone Cold did on Raw, right. which again was another segment that was just like, "Blah." Yep. Uh, but no, I'm excited for NXT to be on USA. I think the two hour time frame is going to be really good for that show as long as it's still Hunter's game as long right. as it's still his baby then i don't think much is going to change i think they're going to try to fold in the cruiserweights into that so you'll be able to see those great matches with more storylines and more right uh build up and everything and uh the undisputed air is one belt away from holding all the gold so getting real excited for that It should be a good time although well, the first couple of weeks the first hours live on tv the second hour is live on the network because suits only has two episodes left everybody before uh, their epic series finale about lawyers who uh, don't like each other i think but also have the sex lot. with each other oh yeah yeah. well it's like hate sex yeah i think i don't know That's, <laughs> i don't know really understandable either way uh but we're also in a good period of time where none of the commercials have any of the Crisley members of the family yes or that other family that now has commercials oh, we're in like God, a, yeah. we're in a nice oh, low she's period awful. yeah awful. she's awful yeah that's that contributes to the, the fast forwarding of things. Yep, absolutely. I, just, I can't with them. Although Temptation Island's coming back and I don't like those commercials nope, either. No, I don't really like any USA commercials. Oh, I've no. got
1: like I've got a little bit of a taste for that like reality trash TV. And that it's it's satiated by watching that show through the commercials. Mm. Like it makes me want to watch the like five minute recap yeah. on YouTube.
0: Yeah, or like somebody who has a YouTube channel where they recap it and you're like, oh, I watch that you know, twenty minutes or whatever of you telling me all the terrible things. Well, some of it's the clips and some of it's the person that you could enjoy talking about it. Who knows? Mm-hmm. If that doesn't exist, that could be us and that will be how you get to watch the show even more. Your mm-hmm. favorite show. Yeah,
1: no. It's your this favorite is gonna show. be enough for me, Doug.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Well, let's stop talking about those shows and talk about the show we came here to talk about, which is Classic of Champions twenty nineteen. All the belts are on the line, I believe, though the SmackDown tag team title was never announced on TV. Is that on it the line? It is on the card. Okay, cool. Um, I thought maybe they were slipping, or they somehow gave those belts to some uh, somebody else to condense champions. No, no, uh, it is here. It, it is. It will be defended. Cool. All right. So before we jump into the card, let's go over the rules of our little game here on the main event. Uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna go match by match. We're gonna make our predictions. We have picks uh, for John and Skip and Joe who are not here recording with us. I believe we have some digital John picks and some little oh, yeah. reasonings behind Joe's picks. So yep. that'll be good. Uh, Each match has a point value at the end of the night. Whichever person has the most wins uh, will be our champion. Second most wins is Intercontinental Champion. Last place is Ms. Participation Award winner. Uh, That is here also. That is John's. Um, and we have a hardcore belt that pings around back and forth throughout the night, um, so those will be all on the line as well. Points are used for tiebreakers, so if anybody has the same amount of points, we use those points for tiebreakers. If there is a tie there, uh, champion's advantage may come into effect. So if you are currently holding a belt at the start of the show, then you have a half a point advantage should you tie with someone else trying to take your title. Currently, I am your world champion. Uh, Joe, who is not here but his belt is, is the Intercontinental Champion. Uh, Carrie, as we mentioned, is NXT Champion. And Tyler, you are the Hardcore Champion, having just narrowly snuck in a win at the very end uh, of last month's pay per view SummerSlam. And of course, you are the Hardcore Champ, not the 24 7 Champ, because we're old school here. Right. Because remember back when wrestling <clears throat> was a thing that we liked in yep. Madison Square Garden. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Uh, but
0: Tyler, I believe you have the card there on your fun little clipboard. So yep. why don't you get us started with the first match? Obviously, not in the same order, but... Yeah, we have
2: no idea if these are going to be the order they come in on the show, but this is the order that I wrote them down, so that's the order we will follow. And uh, we will start off with the Intercontinental title, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, who I don't think we've seen on TV since he picked up the Intercontinental title, as they are wont to do, uh, versus... we start with
0: Sami Zayn a couple of times. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh,
2: versus The Miz. Uh, no stipulations. To be honest, there are actually, uh, as far as I know from looking through this, there are no stipulations on any match tonight. They are all just championship matches. Just
0: standard.
2: Oh, except for one triple threat.
0: There's one triple threat. And apparently according to this Wikipedia card that I have in front of me, Roman versus Rowan is a no DQ match. okay. Cool. Neat. So, but you still, still weird to have a, and I get that like champions are prestigious. Every belt's gotta be in the line we got to make them like one on one grudge matches i guess uh we may also have to change up our normal rulings on points here looking at this card now if every belt is on the line every match can't be two except for the main titles
2: yeah you know that, that's actually a, a valid point although we do at least we will definitely have at least one one point match that you alluded to there yeah um but, but yeah. the only one
0: every other match is a belt match no i know every other so, one is a belt so well and
2: but some would be threes because they're world not match, yeah. matches versus so but we can... We'll, we'll discuss that. We'll figure that out. How much is there like there. the Cruiserweight,
0: maybe the Cruiserweight's one. Because it's probably on the pre-show if we're going yeah, to you're Yeah, you're probably not wrong.
2: All right, that's fine. Um, all right, cool. So, uh, again, so I'll give off the picks that we have already. So, Joe and Carrie... Are, excuse, uh, damn it. Oh, damn are you it.
1: making picks for me? No, I
2: wrote all of John's picks in your row. Wow. Wow. Um,
0: this is so unprofessional. I know. Uh, Your other life
2: partner. Uh, man, I like you, when you so much together. more. <laughs> um, all right, so we have so Joe, John, and uh, are both picked Shinsuke, and Skip picked the Miz,
0: um, and that's where we stand with that. Hmm. Is a new season of Miz and Misses coming back? Have we seen commercials. No, that? it's just it just finished. finished. Just finished. Okay. I could very much see him sticking around. The other thing that looms large over this pay per view is this is the last pay per view before the rumored uh, fall draft.
2: Oh, it is not rumored anymore; it is real. I oh, it saw is tweets real. from the WWE account. So there's going to it's be like,
0: okay. I haven't seen that yet. There's
2: a draft. If I if I remember it correctly, the draft. Uh, the first SmackDown on Fox, like October 15th or whatever that is, or fourth, fourth. Yeah, excuse me, October fourth. So that SmackDown on Friday is the first half of the draft and then the monday's raw following that is the second half of the okay. draft so the draft is real that is really okay. happening, which i hope will also mean we wipe away the bullshit we do what, oh yeah. it is that's what i'm
0: i'm granted this was all when it was you know still speculation or rumors or dirt right. sheets or whatever was that yes they are going to adhere more to the this is your show you are on this show wild cards no at least not with the regularity we've been seeing them. I think the idea is that with the move to Fox, Fox wants them to feel like a league. They want them to have a set roster for that league. They want them to like, feel like you got to come to Fox to like, they paid a lot of money to get SmackDown. down. You got to come to Fox to see Roman Reigns. You got to come to Fox to see Becky Lynch or whoever it is that you got to come to see. So that's really going to throw a wrinkle into a lot of these picks. I think is that, are these people still going to be on the same show that they're on right now? Well, and I
2: can only assume we're going to get some big fucking names drafted to SmackDown. Because yeah. they're obviously... And then
0: if the ratings tank on Fox, yeah. those people will become wild cards regardless of whether the rule exists anymore. Well, but... And, and, like, here's the thing. Because, like, Miz is a Raw superstar and Shinsuke is a SmackDown superstar. If this wasn't looming, I'd be like, oh, Miz is not winning. None of the wild card challengers since we had the wild card rule have won their title match. Right. But he could also get drafted to SmackDown, or he could stay on Raw, and the Intercontinental Title stays on Raw, and the U.S. Title goes to SmackDown in the draft. Like right. I don't, I don't really know what that's going to look like, so um, I'm not really sure who I'm picking yet. I'm gonna go with Shinsuke. I think it's gonna stick. I kind of like the Sami Zayn gimmick, although they like immediately dropped it, which is a little strange, but.
1: Well, because Sammy Sands going after Undertaker now. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, because he's the future, so he doesn't need to shackle himself to the manager of Voice right, box right. role. Oh, I can also mention, uh, oh, yeah, we, we do have
2: virtual John uh, saying for this match, who will win out? Miz's ability to complain all the time or Shinsuke's ability to always lose belts? He, and I vote for Noodle
0: Arms, son. Which mm. is... Which Shinsuke Shinsuke is. is... Oh, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although uh, Miz hasn't been as complaining lately because he's a face now. Yes, yeah, no. don't complain that way.
2: Um, I'm going to go Miz. This is less of, like, it's kind of a crapshoot to me. So when I have, like, a real legitimate, like, I don't fucking know, I go with what I would like to see versus yeah. what I think will happen. While I, like, I technically, normally I would say what I would like to see here is Shinsuke retain it because I don't want to see him win another belt for no reason just to lose it. Yeah. But him with a belt not on TV is no, it's not better for me. So, like, I almost feel like he'd be on TV more trying to get his belt back, which I'd like to see. I'd also like to see that belt on TV, which it will well, happen yeah. with MIGS, you know, <laughs> yeah. like you would think. It's so weird. They cannot, as soon, I knew, as soon as the U.S. belt was on AJ and Ricochet and was suddenly, like, a really big deal on Raw, I knew we would not see the Intercontinental title. They cannot physically bring themselves to push both of those belts at the same time. When Intercontinental is which hot, is weird on U.S. is shelved. Exactly. U.S. is shelved. When U.S. is hot, Intercontinental cannot be found. It's the weirdest thing in the world, Weird. and it's starting to happen with the women's belts too. Becky made the Raw one hot. You barely see Bailey except until she turned into a feud with this. Yeah. Same with when Oscar had it. Like yeah. it's just it seems strange, but yeah. So that's that's what we have for that. So I think I'm gonna go Miz, but I, I really can see this going either way.
1: Yeah, I'm also gonna go Miz.
0: Also, I feel like if Miz wins this, does he not set a new record for most intercontinental title reigns, or see? I think he ties it. He I think, ties it. Okay, I know he's record is around... Jericho with nine, yeah. and I think that he's at eight. Uh, see now that Jericho... I'm
2: gonna Google it while we're talking about this. Yeah, because now
0: the Jericho part of it, uh, Mr... I don't, will they even mention that? Well, but like, no, you might just mention that he is now tied for. Like, they won't tell you who it is, right? Um I mean, although to be fair, we got to really ask ourselves: Did Chris Jericho really win all those titles, or did he just lose his belt several times <laughs> and find it again? Got him. Um, that was pretty funny, though. Uh, yeah, so like, I don't know if it's if this is a tie-breaking win, I could easily see them going when they go essentially head-to-head with a new company starting on network TV or cable TV that they'd be like touting the fact that their guy is the record holder for intercontinental titles, not the other guy's main guy.
2: Yeah, you'd think, but... Um, yeah, once I have that, I will let you know. Yeah, let me see. Yeah, I for can...
0: some reason, it's not letting me well, search Well Wiki- I, like, I have the Wikipedia card, and so that should pull up the... i can oh, just got. click on the link for Intercontinental Championship.
1: Do you mean a monologue oh, for filler?
2: Uh, the wrestler with the most reigns is Intercontinental Champion is Chris Jericho with nine. Uh, so it is indeed still just his... Um, longest reigning does still remain honky tonk man
0: yeah eight uh, misses at eight so this would be the, the tie. this would tie it yeah. okay
2: uh and i don't think anyone else is at eight so he's already like number two for sure but now he would be i tied.
1: wonder if they're so mad that jericho's a uh, part of aew that they're gonna try and break his record so they don't have to That is have such a vince thing to do yeah
0: that's yeah that, and that's why that's what makes me almost want to pick the miz and just
2: in case you're wondering, then there are three people with six: uh, Jeff Hardy, or excuse me, uh, Jeff Jarrett, nope, Dolph Ziggler, nah. and uh, uh, your boy RVD.
1: Yeah. Yeah, none of those people are gonna be breaking that record anytime soon. No, no,
2: no, certainly not.
1: Hey,
0: RVD showed up at the the Rumble. No.
2: I mean, I technically I could. Oh, the Raw, I the Raw reunion. I could technically see Ziggler possibly getting there, but not. What's, it's certain they're not gonna be before Biz. No. So yeah, um, yeah, I will. I am absolutely that actually cements my vote for sure. Uh, all right, so next up, as you were questioning, the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. I know uh, you're going to be excited for this. is a match you I don't think you've ever seen. Uh, New Day versus the Revival, <laughs> again. Mm. Um, New Day being current champs.
0: They uh, have not been on TV in weeks either. They got injured by Randy and
2: yeah. Um, so oh, back to virtual John. Virtual John says the Revival because. They have to keep them happy so they don't jump ship to AEW and or set up to bring up street
0: profits. Um, I so, mean, technically the street profits are up. Like, yeah, they're, no, they're. I mean, they have been on Raw yeah. every week. They just lost their titles a couple weeks ago, but they haven't like wrestled, obviously. Um, but that's that usually time. your indication you're coming. Versus,
2: yeah. uh So, so Joe and John both had picked the revival. Skip has picked New Day. Um,
0: I almost think this is like dependent on what i think for the world title which i haven't thought of yet
2: i know Well, and, and again like you kind of mentioned there's been no build to this like, no this is just like we have to defend them so they're here
0: well like the revival have been involved with the new day because they're like siding with. oh Randy. yeah yeah so, oh, that's like, true
2: yeah like the they, top guy invo- RKO or whatever. yeah
0: they're they're involved but like they took out the new day two three weeks ago on smackdown and they haven't yeah. been on since so i honestly don't know how this will play out um, I,
2: I am going to go actually go new day on this. Um, it does tie to my, my ideas for the next, for that one, which I mean, it's not a spoiler to anyone who's listening to this podcast ever with a Randy Orton match to know that I'm going to pick fucking Orton for that world yeah, title match. tonight. True. I do, I do feel like they're not. I don't think they're going to want to bury every New Day member yeah. tonight. So, like, I feel like they eke out a, a, a hearty win. And the nice thing is, if they, because I, I do believe that Kofi, while I think he will get a rematch, I think that if Kofi loses the belt, I do think this is going to be him exiting from the world title scene.
0: Well,
2: yeah, no you automatic can, rematches. Right. So, you can, he immediately goes back to Freebird ruling the tag belt. So, like, you have Kofi with a belt still. Like yeah. So, like, it, it's, it, it seems like it makes sense. Um, what do you guys got? Know.
0: it's always hardest when there's no when there's no, no build because yeah. there's like
1: i mean i don't understand why randy would have a belt
0: see i and i i haven't settled on this yet but the move to fox leads me to believe that you've got a guy with a pedigree of randy orton to walk out as your champion on your first night on your new network
1: there's just some guy at corporate who's got a huge boner for randy orton they're like I want you to make sure Randy Orton is on TV. Yes, Vince. Day (laughs) one.
2: That's that's the guy with the boner. Um, And at corporate. Yeah, although, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, the, another reason that I'm picking Orton tonight is uh, I wouldn't rule it out that Kofi's rematch for the belt is at SmackDown and he wins it, like the first SmackDown oh. and he wins it, um, which would be a huge thing to do for that. But you get Randy one more notch on his belt closer to holding, you know, being also in the 16 conversations. That's so, not bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But anyway, but, but, but we're getting ahead of ourselves Very before much, we yeah. have to worry about the Randy Orton match, yeah. which is which I wrote way further down on this card.
0: Really, that was just a good explanation to use for filler while I think really hard about how <laughs> I'm not. Because part of me thinks that the rival could win this, but it would be via shenanigans. Like, DQ. Oh, yeah. Like, they don't get the best Oh, I here, what you're saying. But, oh, yeah, if they win it all, it's via shenanigans. Like, there's no way they're getting a clean one, two, three. But I'm wondering, like, is there some kind of countout? Is there a disqualification? Is there a... You know, the New Day wants Retribution. There could be a double countout, double DQ, or a no contest here. I don't know. They threw the match together last minute. Why do they really need to pick a winner? Uh, but I need to pick a winner, so I'm going to go with the New Day. Okay.
1: I haven't decided yet.
2: Unfortunately, you have to.
1: Can you tell me who everybody else picked?
2: Uh, It's me and Adam and Skip have the New Day. John and Joe have the Revival.
0: You can make it 50-50 or lopsided a little bit.
1: I mean, Joe is not often right. It is fair. Digital Joe is more often right than present Joe. Yeah, Digital
0: Joe is Intercontinental Champion.
1: Mm. I'm going to pick the Revival. What good call. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the me, new your day. Your pick,
2: me. Let me make the sure, uh, new day. New All day. Right, cool. New day. All right. Uh, next up we have the WWE tag, or excuse me, the WWE women's tag team championship titles. Uh, Alexa and Nikki, current champs, versus Fire and Desire. Um, this one is tough for me because I what I want is Fire and Desire. I like them a lot, and I want to see them win the belts. They also very much smell like one of those teams to me that's going to always be going for the belts and never, ever actually get them, Uh, which I think sucks, but I also think might be a thing.
1: Well, yeah, because they're trying to keep Alexa Bliss busy.
2: Yeah, which I feel like we've been doing for years now. Um, So I... I, hmm, This one's tough. Uh, Oh, but I'll mention, so Joe has Alexa, uh, Skip has Alexa, and well, Alexa, Nikki, uh, and uh, John has Fire and Desire. His uh, opinion here are is directed solely towards you. Yeah, I figured huh. it would be. they tell him Sonya are the new best friends. Face it, Adam. The wedge is getting driven in tonight.
0: Yeah, and how many months has he been saying that?
2: Uh, literally every month since the Friends won the tag medals. <laughs> yeah, since before that. Since
0: yeah, before absolutely. they were even tag champ. Since they were yep. just like friends. Going for it, yeah. Yeah, and I've maintained on this podcast this whole time, uh, and every week when we watch Raw and SmackDown, I, I make sure John knows, even if he's not paying attention. I'm just like, hey, John. Just so you know, they're best friends. Stop trying to wed- drive a wedge <laughs> in between them. This is what pure friendship looks like. Yeah. I can't believe you're constantly trying to break them up. That's terrible. Um, so you're going Fire and Desire? No, I'm st- I'm sticking I'm sticking with my girls. Honestly, if if this match had been built up more than just they beat them on SmackDown or Raw or whatever it was this week, then maybe. But I don't I don't know. They're not putting any thought into it. I guess ping ponging it or moving it helps with that, but i don't know i don't feel like it's coming tonight no
1: you... i think this is probably going to be a pretty regular pay-per-view uh i'm gonna i'm gonna go i'm gonna go the best friends bffs uh hmm,
2: this is interesting because if i don't pick if i pick fire and, De- or if i if i also go alexa and nikki uh
1: it makes it makes, a dark horse that makes
2: It john's fire and desire a dark horse um But I actually, I am going to go Fire and Desire. I I do think that they...
0: I do like them a lot. Oh, I like them a lot. Oh, I think they deserve the best. Yeah, Yeah, sure. sure. And And they're a tag team. I like when tag team titles are won by tag teams as opposed to just two people that they threw together. Right. But Alexa and Nikki are such close best friends that they've become a well-oiled tag team and beat everybody. They beat the Kabuki Warriors. They beat Fire and Desire several times, so... I think, uh, I think there'll be shenanigans
2: of the Healy kind, that, mm-hmm. but that lead to the pin, but it also is the thing that'll be like... I think the wedge we're going to see is one of those like, Alexa thinks Nikki fucked up, but she didn't actually fuck up, and that's where we mm-hmm. started, which I think is the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, next up, we have the WWE Cruiserweight match. Um, now, I'm gonna, not going to lie to you, I don't know two of the three people in this match.
0: Uh, so, Drew Gulak is the champion. I do know Drew. Yeah, he's been around for a while, 205. 205- Live, regular, and uh, original. Lince Dorado is a member of the Lucha House Party. Oh, okay. He's the one with the more cat-like mask. Yep, yep. Uh, he's been kind of involved in this a little bit. I honestly think he really just got thrown in here as a, uh, you're going to eat the pin. Uh, because he, this is the first time he's ever had anything outside of the Lucha House Party gimmick. Right. To, to do with anything. Everything he's been in has been a tag team match or um, Getting a Getting beat up by threat. that racist guy that they had for five minutes before he got hurt. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so... I think he's here solely to eat the pin and I think that's, I think they're going to give the the rub to Humberto Carrillo who up until he lost to Lince Dorado via shenanigans, hadn't lost in like five, six months. They're real high on him. He's got a good like family pedigree. One of his cousins is also like, he's been in NXT 205 Live for a while. Uh, He's got a good look to him. I think they're going to, I think they're going to give him a belt here. Gotcha. Um,
1: Sounds good. That's my pick.
0: Thank I'm you. gonna. thank for believing in me and having the confidence in what I. been copying my <laughs> pick, I thought about copying
2: your pick too, but I, uh, I found that every time I pick against Drew Gulak, it burns me. So I'm gonna go Drew.
0: Yeah, there are some wild cards there. Like Tony Nies just turned heel again uh, and is now friends with Gulak. He's got his own little squad of goons now. Um, so that could easily play into a factor, especially in a triple threat match that's by default no DQ. Right. Blue um, Jalouse Party might get involved. The only person who doesn't really have anybody is Kareo, and I think that's why he's going to overcome all of these odds and obstacles.
2: Uh, virtual Joe picked Drew, uh, John picked Drew, and Skip also picked Drew. Virtual John says, The same thing I did. Sorry, I have no clue who the other people are here. Uh, All right, next up, we have the Universal Championship match Seth Rollins versus Braun Strowman, who will then also be defending
0: their tag team titles. I'm going to do their tag team title match first, since that's definitely taking place first in the night. Probably, actually, yeah, you're right.
2: Okay, so we'll start there, even though it was further on my list. So um, for the virtuals, Joe and Skip both picked Seth and Braun. Uh, John actually did go Ziggler and Rude. Uh, his opinion on this is Seth and Braun were just used as silver platters to hand the belts to Ziggler and Bobby. I mean, Robert Roode. There's literally no point in Seth and Braun to have them. I'm also going to throw in because virtual, some of virtual Joe's opinions here uh, actually are related to this. He doesn't have much, but we've got a little, uh, I don't know much of what's going on in wrestling, but my prediction for key stuff is that the raw tag team match will be early on in the night. And Braun will end up beating the crap out of everybody, including Seth, and win the match single-handedly, and leave Seth injured for the for the uh, Universal Championship match. Seth will put up a good fight, but end up losing to Braun. So, um, I uh, I actually also agree that Ziggler and uh, Rude are probably going to win this, uh, even though I, this does technically go against my never pick Ziggler uh, rule. But there's two things I in, that are true in wrestling. That it's always neat when two randos win the the tag belts and you're like, how will this odd couple ever make sense? But unless that starts with Rock and ends with Sock, those usually end pretty quick.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry. Wait, what?
2: Oh, uh, the, the Rock and McFoley were a tag team for a long time. Like it was like a, supposed to be a little thing, but it was enormously popular and it went on for a long time. But they were called the Rock and
0: Sock Connection. Yeah think Uh, think, uh, Alexa and Nikki Cross but The Rock and Mankind Yeah, we're like why is he even letting this person tag along this weirdo uh, who's ugly which I hate that was the thing I think they did on Smackdown was talking about how ugly Nikki Cross is like stop it yeah I know she's not an ugly person and that's just lazy writing exactly Um, but yeah think that think their tag team but with The Rock and Mankind yep okay
2: um so yeah so what you guys got
0: uh uh, I'm going. I'm going with Ziggler and Rude here. I think they they put this team together because it's conceivable that these two really good wrestlers will be able to beat two guys who are not friends, just coworkers essentially, uh, and who have a match later in the night. Right. Of, of course, that's where their focus is going to be. So it's believable to think that a guy with the caliber of Ziggler, even though he sucks, like he's legitimately a champion and has is a good wrestler. Um, and Rude is too, so I think I think they're gonna get the win here.
1: Yeah, I could totally see them being the next bar. Um, yeah, yeah, something
0: like that where it's just I mean they're both good and yeah. you like watching them have good matches.
1: They're just gonna force feed you their tag team as a way to put them on TV. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna go them too. I just don't see the I don't see Seth and Braun keeping the belts. No, it was
2: fun and neat. Yeah,
1: it's like a cool thing. Like neat. Yeah. The only time I'm gonna get a tag team belt. Uh, well, no, they're actually both separately tag team champions, right? Yeah,
0: Seth's so been tag team champion multiple times, obviously, right. with because you who not be named. Um, Dean, and Ambrose? Then... Shh. Dean Ambrose? Dean <laughs> Ambrose. Yeah, and then Braun was tag team champs with that boy. Yeah, with that small boy. The very small with boy. The very small boy. <laughs> what was his
1: name? Nicholas. <laughs> Nicholas? Yeah,
0: youngest ever. What the
1: fuck was champion. that? I'm sorry, what the heck was that? We can swear. We can swear we can
0: on, on this podcast.
2: fucking podcast. Yeah. Oh, We swear on this fucking podcast all the time. Well, inside. I hold
1: myself to a higher standard now.
0: That's
1: <laughs> fine. I try not to swear unless I mean it.
0: That's good. That's a good thing to do. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Skip! Hi, Skip! Hi, Skip. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a pre-show without Skip opening the door and saying hello. So, yeah, there we go. Yeah, true.
2: There we go. Um, all right. So, uh, then we'll go back and we'll talk about the Universal Championship then. Seth and Braun. Uh, Joe has picked Braun. Uh, John and Skip both have Seth. Virtual John says, I suspect shenanigans with Lashley that cost Braun, Braun the victory. Uh, I don't know why. Have we even seen Bobby Lashley in like 100 years? Yeah, that's an
0: out-of-left-field prediction that like I... When he, when I read, I'm like, "Did you you sure it says Lashley and not literally anybody else?" Yeah, no, it says Lashley because there's an L there, so it could say literally anybody. Yeah, else. it doesn't
2: say that though. It says Lashley. Lashley. Um, huh. Okay.
0: I mean, I feel like if if Lashley shows up, that could be his hardcore pick, even though he's not here. Because <laughs> yeah. like, I don't think. I
2: don't so know. I I know I personally I'm going Seth. I I think the opposite of what what joe predicted i think that i do agree with joe that the tag belt match is going to happen early or at least before yeah. oh, this yeah, yeah. well before this yeah and i do believe it's going to end up in something where braun beats the shit out of seth like seth costs them the match or he gets the pin even though it's shenanigans or whatever yeah it doesn't matter but what the story that's going to be at the end of the night is not how braun beat him because he was hurt it's going to be about how seth
0: beat Over braun him. even though he was yeah. hurt because that sets the whole thing is yeah it doesn't matter how many times you beat me down i'm the beast slayer i'm the monster right. slayer
2: if they're going to let him get beat to shit by Brock like 3 nights in a row and then win, they're not going to have him lose to Braun cuz Braun beat him up a little bit an hour ago. Like yeah. it it's, this is just not going
0: to happen. Well, it's not just Brock that would be beating him. I could also see it being um Ziegler and Rude beat him too. Like they they kick his ass after the match. Braun kicks his ass after the match. The club comes down and beats him up like but I still think he's overcoming yep. and they're they're telling that story to show what a dominant champion so you have Seth in I do too, yeah. Okay. Me,
1: me too, me too.
0: Uh, Sounds great, thanks.
2: That makes Joe's brawn pick a dark horse, which is fascinating. All right. I so- mean,
1: I would love to see that. I will not be sad.
2: I mean, speaking of people, though, that I think are always going to be a bridesmaid, never be a bride when it comes to this
0: title. Braun is one of them.
1: That's such a harsh and real way to put that. Yeah, yeah. It's,
0: it, it is what. It well, is. if he's going to get any of the big titles, it's going to be the Universal instead of the WWE. So, but that's what I'm saying is I think that yeah. the, the Universal title is. Oh, title I think you just meant he would never be a major show champion by yeah. bride main never bride, yeah. which is also certainly possible because he's a he's a feature, like he's a he's a spectacle. Yeah. You don't need to put a belt on a spectacle; he shines on his own. Exactly.
2: Um, Speaking of world titles, uh, next up on my list is WWE Championship, Kofi versus RKO. Uh, I already made it clear what I was picking for this. Um, John also picked Randy, saying he's kind of done with Kofi, but also Randy doesn't need the belt, so I'm going to go with the three deadliest letters in wrestling, RKO. Um,
1: Wow, really just making the...
0: Joe picked Kofi, and Skip picked Kofi what y'all got i was really hoping this was going to be farther down on the card because i wanted more time to think about it <laughs> too bad and spent most of the new day versus revival time period also thinking about it because i i really don't know there's so many factors at play here and i feel like i'm going to overanalyze this
1: i think it's gonna be kofi i don't think there's any way they dragged up all their past history just to not have kofi eventually like overcome it like i think that this has just been something for kofi to do to hold on to the title rather than for someone else to achieve it.
0: Yeah, see, I don't know if this is the like the writing all those past wrongs or if this is just another notch in the you can't beat Randy ladder that he then uses to overcome in you know, a month from now or on the first SmackDown. Like, that seems like this could be the this will be his rock bottom, so to speak, of like, damn, I really thought I had it. I had the power of positivity, I've been riding high. I don't know. Uh, they did do a, they recreated the boom drop spot on SmackDown. Oh, really? The one that like catapulted his career that took place, I believe, at Madison Square Garden yeah, yeah. the first time. So uh, they repeated that on SmackDown, which was kind of cool. But also, it's, they just showed me the highlight of it and then recreated it. And it's like, oh, this doesn't feel organic in the slightest. This seems super contrived, even more than it probably would have at the time. Ah, shit. I'm going to go Kofi. I'm going to go Kofi here. I feel like this is his redemption moment. not uh, Especially at a pay-per-view called Clash of Champions. Like He gets to raise a belt and say, like, finally, I beat you and I'm a champion. I'm Clash of Champions. Night. Fair
2: enough. Uh, all right, next up we've got the Raw Women's Championship. Becky Lynch, the current champ, versus Sasha Banks, uh, who has grabbed her ball and returned to work. Um, the uh, Part
0: of me thinks this is net, that whole she took her ball and went home is a, the gigantic work.
2: I don't know. I can't decide if I feel like it's like we're going to make the best of a bad situation or what, but I I also I do know for sure I don't care. Um are you, re-
0: I, are you not enjoying new blue hair Sasha Banks? I
2: like the blue hair uh, and I'm happy Sasha is back. I don't I don't love this. Like mm. I do like heel Sasha more than I like oh. face Sasha. Yeah. I just don't I don't. I don't know. I, this isn't clicking for me, and I don't. I and like especially because it just immediately went to Becky, and it immediately went to the title, and I feel like I didn't even really feel like there was beef here before. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know. It just seems it seems forced to me. Okay. But but regardless, it doesn't matter. Uh, we've got uh, Joe picked Sasha and John and Skip picked Becky. John virtual John says I don't think it's time for the man to step down yet. Plus I think Sasha is going to get going to mess with Bailey's match. Um, so that's where we stand with that. I am definitely picking Becky. I do not think it is. Yeah. I don't think
1: we're it. anywhere close to time to come off of Becky Mountain.
2: And I, I find it very hard to believe if, if it's not a work and be- and Sasha did in any way, she performed, take her ball and go home. I find it hard to believe that she is going to be rewarded with ending the man's title reign for coming back. Like, it didn't sound like she had a lot of leverage to stand on before. Like it definitely sounded, I mean, and of course, who knows what what you get on the dirt sheets, but it definitely sounded like the kind of thing where that person who thinks they're worth more at work than maybe they are did the, well, fine fire me. And they were like, uh sure you can just go home and not get paid well and and not work anywhere cuz yeah. we aren't kind to your contract have a great one we'll, let me know when you come to your fucking senses yeah don't call us we'll call you yeah exactly yeah. so i feel like they were they're absolutely going to capture like or you know cash in on putting her in the spotlight yeah. but i don't know if they're going to reward her with a title right out of the gate for it otherwise yeah. what kind of message does that send
0: true well my thing is that like they've been letting a lot of people take time off recently that that aren't threatening to leave that aren't posting on social media that they want to release. Like they just let Finn get married and like have a really long vacation. So I could easily see a thing where it's like, listen, we're going to take the tag belts off you and Bailey, Sasha. So like, and we don't really have a lot for you. Like, would you like to take the summer off or something like that? Or they like had a conversation where they're like, we'll take you off TV for a couple weeks you'll get paid all the same normal like you can go home rest up get healthy maybe even um and we'll we'll come up with something and we'll bring you back around SummerSlam. and i think that it seems more likely given how much they've mentioned that she took her ball and went home which is
2: fair usually they don't air that laundry yeah and this one has been because they never want to
0: give you the impression that you're unhappy in the wwe because it's the happiest place on earth um so I don't know, and the Bailey aspect of it all too. Uh, there's so much room for shenanigans. I don't think she necessarily gets the belt, but she might win. Then there's also does Becky get drafted to SmackDown because they the you know Fox paid more and they want the man on Fridays. Right. They don't. Damn. There's so there's so much at play for this pay per view. It's making it really difficult for me to try to figure out what's going on with it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Sasha. I don't necessarily think she gets the belt here. But I think she gets herself a win at the very least.
2: I, you know, you saying the thing. Mm, I might come back and change this one. Uh, <laughs> <There> <laughs> I haven't is. said that in a long time. Yeah. Um, because uh, you're right. Uh, the idea of bringing her to SmackDown. This is the only way to get it off of her. And and she's been talking so much shit to Bailey lately. Yes. Like, um.
1: Wow. How dare you? Oh no.
2: I know. Well, uh, I'm, I make a back of changes. Uh All right, SmackDown Women's Championship: Bailey versus Charlotte. Bailey is the champ right now. Joe has Bailey. Uh, Skip has Bailey, and uh, uh, John picked Charlotte. Uh, his he says, "As with Kofi, I'm done with boring Bailey. Uh, plus, I think Sasha will come out and try and help, ultimately causing Charlotte to get her into some weird roll-up, and then we get full heel Bailey." Uh,
0: so, um, yeah, how do you feel about Bailey's tweener moments? Where she's like, she's doing heel things, but her justification is actually not terribly heelish. It's just yeah. like, no, she's my best friend and she has beef with her, I side with my best friend. I'm like, okay, yeah. that's not super dickish, honestly. That that makes sense and falls in line with the happy go lucky, I'm loyal to everyone, Bailey. So it doesn't even seem like that far of a heel turn other than like I use the chair twice.
2: Yeah. Um I am going Bailey. I don't think It's a combination of not wanting to pick Charlotte and also like I just, I do think, this is me kind of hedging my bets, is that I, I very much do feel like she might hang on to this belt so Becky can come fight her for that on SmackDown when yeah.
0: it changes. So, like, now I'm kind of getting, I'm, I'm double dipping a little bit. Well, yeah, because if, if in the back of my mind I think that Becky's going to SmackDown in the draft, then I think Charlotte goes to Raw to fill that void of, Same. you have a top, like, because Raw and SmackDown each need a top tier. They each need at least one, if not two, of the horsewomen. Right. to be on their show uh, because otherwise if you look past on Raw's roster what do you have like you have Natalia, you have um, Lacey Evans like and then I've already run out of people that I can remember uh. yeah and Nia Jax is probably coming back at some point which like okay that's at least a force that you have in a and she's been a women's champion before but I'm gonna go Bailey here as well
1: guys
0: what are you gonna do
1: what am I gonna do? I know it's a rough
0: one. The fact that they're all four involved in their storylines together is what really yeah. muddies the water for me on this. Because it can go any number of ways. It's
1: interesting because when we first started this card, I feel like there was a lot of like, like kind of poo-poo in it. But this is actually a pretty hard card to pick. Yeah. Uh, because these things don't have a lot of build up but they also have a lot of indefinite outcomes mm-hmm. so I think what I'm trying to buy myself time to say is that I'm gonna pick Charlotte
0: there we go yeah having all these belts online too makes it difficult because normally you just be like oh I pick this person because I like them more or whatever right but like, do they get the belt are we in a period of time where we're just gonna get shenanigans up the ass? where everything's a count out or a DQ or a no contest or whatever. So,
2: Speaking of DQs or not having them, the next up is the one grudge match of the night, the one non-title match, no DQ match, Roman versus Eric Rowan. Um, I mean, Roman, is anybody not So Roman? So, what, what is, is... Has there been more developments in this dumb feud? Like, why are we still doing this? I
0: I'm, I'm somehow missed all of these segments. Because Roman needs a stupid. match. I, like, and because you fast-forward through all the recaps. Oh, yeah, good point. Uh, so, Roman got attacked in the back. They yep. pushed the scaffolding over right before the SummerSlam. The
2: last thing I saw was when they brought him to the back and it was some random guy. Oh, like, was, and
0: with the hood on. That was really funny. Who looked just like Roman. Yeah. That was kind of funny, but then the, the episode just ended. I'm like, that was... It's funny because like, they look so similar, but really stupid. Yep. Um, so they did that. Then there was a video that came out that showed if from an angle we saw a million times of the scaffolding falling over onto Roman. You now see a hooded Rowan pushing them over. <laughs> from the exact – it was like the forklift angle. Right, so right. So like your uh, forklift point of view. And you see, in, by the curtains, you see Rowan push them over. Which, like, how did we miss that? Because it definitely wasn't in any of the other clips. Right. Um, and so, Daniel Bryan saw that. And immediately was like, Rowan, what the fuck? Like, you said you didn't do it. You're a liar. I hate you. Start smacking him, smacking him, smacking him, smacking him. And then the next week, Daniel Bryan comes out and he's like, Hey, you had to apologize to me. I didn't know I had nothing to do with it. No idea. Roman spears him. Then the week after that, like, Rowan comes out and just beats the shit out of Roman Reigns. And then Daniel Bryan's like, what are you doing? And then he beats the shit out of Daniel Bryan. Uh-huh. So like, and then he did, he cut a promo where he's like, no one puts me in a cage. Like I'm my own animal or whatever. No like,
1: one puts baby in the corner. Yeah,
0: pretty much. It was one of those things like, you try to control me. You can't control me. I'm my own, I'm my own man. Um, and then. Now he's facing uh, Roman Reigns in a no DQ match because they just can't keep their hands off each other from fighting and punching. So I'm going Roman cool. Reigns because it's obvious. Yeah, it's Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns it's obvious.
1: Did anyone not pick Roman Reigns? No, everybody
2: picked Roman Reigns.
0: The only way that Roman Reigns doesn't win this match is if Daniel Bryan comes out to reveal this was a work the whole time. He knew Rowan did it. They were trying to lure Roman into a false security. The beat up was fake. And now, haha, we got you. Rowan beat you, Roman. You suck. So, like, I could see that happening. Where he eats the pin that way, but I don't think they're giving Rowan a pinfall victory over Roman Reigns. I don't care how much shenanigans are involved.
1: No.
2: Yep. Uh, and Virtual John agrees. Says, "Who cares? Roman sucks. There's no point in this tonight." Uh, all right. Next. Oh, oh wait, you picking
0: Roman, right? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Just making sure I had in written it down. Uh, so that's a wash. Um, I mean,
1: maybe I'll dark horse and Rowan. Oh, if that's
0: a, if that's a wash and a one point match, then the te- the cruiserweight match has to be. a Yeah. Absolutely. Match. Yeah
2: um uh all right so next up we have the raw tag oh we know we already talked about that
0: yeah
2: uh next up we have the last match to pick is the u.s championship match aj styles the current champ versus cedric alexander um all three of our virtual friends joe john and skip have all picked aj yeah i think
1: aj too
2: virtual john i carry get you in there with the aj virtual john says the oc is way too over for cedric to win the belt off of aj it'll be a dope match but it'll end with llama kisses in the title on aj
1: God damn it. Keep your llamas to yourself.
0: But they're so snuggly and affectionate. Yep, they sure are. All the kisses. I'm so looking forward to this match. I think the, like, the buildup hasn't really been there per se, but AJ can go with anybody, and Cedric is really, really good. And I feel like AJ is going to do a great job of being able to help Cedric showcase his best Yeah, I really stuff. hope this
1: is a flippy. Oh,
0: match. it's going to be flipsies for it's sure. It's going to be so good. I can't wait for it. I, I honestly was thinking AJ for most of this because I want to see this continue. Like I want to see Cedric keep getting beat down by the OC, keep getting his ass kicked, keep just narrowly missing. He oh he had AJ, but then you know Gallows pulled him out from underneath the ring, and so he didn't he didn't win. Like right. I, I want I'm expecting more of that, but the fact that everybody else picked AJ and I love my guy AJ, I really really do. But I I think Cedric's going to get a shocker here. Because Mm -hmm. that also frees AJ up to go to whatever show they want to draft him to. Right. That's true. So I'm going Cedric Alexander here. I think it'll be exciting. I think it'll be a thing most people don't expect. That'll get the crowd popped. I think this will happen earlier in the night Mm -hmm. to get that happening. And so I'm excited to see what we get I
1: like that. Yeah, I want to change my pick.
0: All right. Sounds great. There goes my dark horse. Yeah.
1: Yep.
2: Um, I'm going AJ on this because I don't think him having the US belt makes it hard for them. I can think they can move that no, yeah, they can wherever move that they go. Wherever, yeah. Um, so yeah, no,
0: I'm going. I'm going with AJ on this one, uh, and that'll do it. Cool. All right. So I think every match except for the main uh, men's, women's titles are two, and those main men, women titles are three. Is that how we're doing this?
2: So IC would be two. Yep. SmackDown tags would be two. two. Uh, WWE women's tag would be two. Yep cruiserweight we're saying is one yeah uni is three obviously the, women, the WWE champ is three the two women's belts are three uh one match for that but it's a wash yeah the raw tag would be two us champ would be two yeah yeah that sounds about right
0: cool all right cool. well we're off to we're off to fast forward through most of the pre-show watch that one match maybe and then start the card so we'll see you back here in just a second with our nice. thoughts and reactions okay that's it we're back we have just finished clash of champions 2019 uh this is the broken broken clock podcast main event uh my name's still adam uh though now joining me someone who missed the pre-show though very much was glad he stuck around for the post-show uh our champion for this evening joe why are you lying to the people Oh, you're not happy that you stuck around. <laughs> I'm just very, very tired right now. Yeah, but I made you stick around because uh, Tyler and Carrie had to leave because uh, they have to they have to get to the airport in the morning. Uh, Joe uh, arrived from the airport. Yeah, I didn't
3: realize that we were trading off that that uh, that much. Yeah, but uh yeah i'm very tired because i was uh flying in from florida this morning or this
0: afternoon or this evening whatever the hell it was yeah if you listen to our games cast this week uh, john and i did mention that you were at the happiest place on earth so you mm-hmm. went from hell to the happiest place on earth uh and that we hated you because of how jealous we were that you went uh to a disney world so that's very exciting
3: yay disney yeah, yeah.
0: And then you come home and find yourself a champion. Uh, although technically Digital Joe, I believe, is the champion. Digital Joe is the one that made the picks. So oh, damn it. I know. That guy's really good. Yeah, but his predictions were all wrong. So No, no, no. Regular Joe's picks were all wrong. Digital oh, damn Joe's, it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just how it shakes out, unfortunately. Um, I don't like how these rules work. Oh yeah, the rules. They always just seem were... to come out against me. Yeah, but they come out in favor of Digital Joe. So it's kind of a it's a weird thing. Man, yeah, I fucking hate that guy. Yeah, you're just jealous. Yeah. How much better he <laughs> he's is. just better me. He's so funny. He's good look. He's better looking because we can't see him. So <laughs> we just assume that he's just. You just have to assume he's better looking. I take his word for it. Yeah. He's right so often, you know. Uh, it's crazy, but yeah, we just finished uh, clash of champions. Obviously, Joe, you didn't watch the whole show, but you were here uh, for the tail end of it. Uh, yeah, I only
3: watched like the last two matches. Yeah.
0: So we'll get your thoughts on those when we get to it. I'll try to anchor the rest of it going through. Um, ultimately I, as the sh- the whole show was like, it was good. I just wasn't super like invested in it. And I think part of that problem was I talked stuff I talked about on the pre-show Joe, which you weren't here for, but a lot of it didn't have, A lot of build. Most of them were just kind of thrown together, and it was kind of hard to pick, like, the the matches tonight, so it never really seemed like, I don't know, I thought I would have been more invested in the outcome given who I I didn't really know who was going to win, but it also didn't really matter a ton, which is surprising given that all the titles were on the line. Like, it should have mattered more. Uh, But somehow it didn't. So I I thought the match with the overall show was good. uh, But we'll get into it match by match a little bit. Uh, First up on the pre-show, we had, as we suspected, the Cruiserweight Championship match. Uh, Who did you pick for this show? Do you remember? Uh, No. No, wait. Drew Gulak. Yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, and he was the he was the winner. So that was your first uh, correct pick of the night, uh, and
3: mainly because I didn't know who the other guy that he yeah, was yeah. fighting was. Two guys. Uh, well, I knew uh, Lindsay Lin- Lin- Dorado. Yeah, yeah. Say. Yeah, I know. I knew him. I didn't know who the other
0: guy was. Oh yeah, he's been up on Two Hundred Five Live for a little bit. He was in NXT for a little bit.
3: Yeah, I paid zero attention to what's going on on Two Hundred Five Live.
0: He's a guy that they're pushing quite a bit. Um, and he while he while he loses here, I thought he was going to win because of the push that he's been getting, but. In losing, he doesn't eat the pin. Um, Let's say Dorado eats the pin, which is what I assumed he was in this match to do, is protect the winner or the loser here. Uh, It was one of those things where Carrillo hits his finisher, goes for the pin, Gulak picks him up, throws him out of the ring, and he gets the pin instead, Mm -hmm. uh, which is pretty much how I expected it to shake out.
3: You're right. And every time you usually see a... a the triple threat
0: match like a random third
3: yeah uh, you know because like i said I, I didn't recognize the other guy's name but i recognized dorado and i was like well he's just in there to
0: lose so. yeah. yeah, you knew enough to know he was lucha house party and therefore lose yeah so uh smart thinking on your part the first surprise of the night however um, was not who won this next match but the fact that this next match was on the pre-show and this closed out the pre-show. It was AJ Styles defeating Cedric Alexander. Well, that was the pre-show? Pre-show match. Second pre-show match, which I didn't wow. know that we were going to get two. Because normally we only get two when it's like a two-hour long pre-show. And the hour ones usually just have the one match. Uh, at least as far as I can remember. But
3: Just the fact that it's AJ on the pre-show is But yeah, AJ crazy. Styles
0: on the pre-show. Cedric, a- like, and I'm, I was kind of bummed when I saw this was on the pre-show. Because A, my pick was Cedric Alexander to upset Which, there's no way that's happening on the pre-show. There's no way they're giving him a go-over moment. Um, And also, I think because it was on the pre-show, it wasn't given the amount of time I expected for a match that I was really hyped for. Like, we all talked about how excited we were to watch Cedric Alexander go with AJ Styles. And it was a hard-hitting match. Like, I thought the match was good. There was a lot of really awesome moves. Uh, There was a Styles clash on the outside, Ultimately, AJ wins with a really nasty looking phenomenal forearm, followed by another Styles clash in the ring. Um, So, like, they were, it was a pretty brutal match. Like, they they were fighting pretty hard. Uh, I just wanted to see it give in a little bit more time to breathe, like, to let Cedric Alexander get in a bit more offense, to let AJ shine a little bit more. So, I don't think this feud is done. So, that's exciting. I want to see them because I want to see them wrestle more. So, uh, we'll see what comes of it. The main card started off how I think a lot of us expected it to with the Raw Tag Team title match. If you know that Seth and Braun are going to most likely main event the show, which ultimately they did, you got to get their first match out of the way early. Yeah. Uh, uh, Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler won the tag team title, so they are the new Raw Tag Team champions. Uh, This match was fine. I don't think this is any different than any of uh, Seth and bronze other matches where i mean i would imagine they would have put something extra into it considering
3: like the stipulations of what led into the rest of the night yeah Uh, i didn't see this match so i don't really know what happened but i would have imagined it would have been like a little bit more dramatic because of that
0: yeah they didn't really play up the fact that like they broke essentially broke up as a team because they didn't retain the titles there were a couple backstage interviews where it was like hey seth bronze says it's your fault he's like it's not my fault i you know where was he or whatever oh, i yeah
3: i guess i didn't really consider like so yeah like i'm guessing their tag team partnership is over at yeah. this point right i
0: mean they haven't definitively said like i don't ever want to tag with you again do,
3: do they No, there's no um rematch clauses anymore
0: no there's no automatic rematch clauses so yeah they don't, so
3: that wouldn't do anything anyways no,
0: they're not guaranteed one but and i'm like we'll talk more about why it's definitely not going forward uh a little bit later when we get to that match but uh, you know, Rob, I'm excited for Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler to be champs. I, I
3: got to give him something to do.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, word is that Heyman who's running raw now is really high on Bobby Roode as he should be. Cause Bobby Roode's awesome. He was great. You know, in TNA, he was great down in NXT. He's just kind of been around. Well, I
3: mean, me and Tyler were talking, we're lamenting the fact that like, you know, it was such a big deal when Bobby Roode came. Yeah. And then it just, he's felt so completely underutilized in every capacity. Mm -hmm. Like, he's gotten some belts. Well, he's gotten one belt, and this is his second belt now. But still, like, from the amount of hype of it being Bobby Roode coming, uh, it it just seemed like such wasted potential.
0: Yeah. He went from NXT champion and, like, a name that you could clearly push. Like, Samoa Joe did the same path, and they're pushing him. They're putting him in, like big world title matches, for whatever reason, they're not doing that for Bobby Roode, and I don't know why.
3: Yeah, I know. It boggles my mind.
0: Yeah. Like, he's good enough, and yeah. I think he could put on some really awesome programs. Like, I would have really loved to see a full program when AJ was champion on SmackDown. Like, Bobby versus AJ would have been awesome. The same way that, like, Samoa Joe and AJ were awesome. Like, these guys know each other. Let them put on shows. hmm So, yeah. I mean, this, this is only good things. I mean, more Bobby Roode on TV is good, so... Uh, as a champion, he should hopefully get more TV time, which is nice. Though I don't know where they yeah, but go. But he's still from here. saddled with Ziggler. That's true. That's true. But I mean, Ziggler's been on TV consistently since what? When did he show up? Before like one of the Saudi shows, I think. And he's been around consistently since then. So
3: I mean, he's always been consistently there. Just...
0: Unless he feels like quitting for like three months or whatever. And then he comes back and it's a surprise that no one cares about. <laughs> Uh, all right. After that, we had the SmackDown Women's Championship match where Bailey defeated Charlotte Flair uh, through some heel tactics, though not full-on heel. Uh, Joe, you didn't see this. There was an uh, an incident where Bailey gets thrown into the bottom turnbuckle. Charlotte's about to go over, stomp her face in, do whatever Charlotte's gonna do. The ref's like, "Hey, no, she's in the ropes. Don't do that." Meanwhile, Bailey's untying the turnbuckle pad, throws Charlotte into it. The ref is none the wiser. One, two, three. Bailey's your champion. So. A heel move definitely not a true like hug or baby face move but i still don't think she's heel enough
3: I've, I've always kind of wondered how would you do heel bailey
0: yeah so the way they've done it because you haven't been watching um on tv which is how this happened is sasha came back she's a heel obviously um and bailey was just like i'm i'm following my girl sasha she's feuding with becky she's feuding with like i'm feuding with charlotte like I just got to get done. I got to get done, but like, I'm not a heel. I guess I'm just my best friend's like, I'm backing her up. Yeah, but it's like through dickish ways. So she hasn't gone full on like you all suck and you're smelly and nobody likes you. Yeah, well, I've been just
3: trying to like think of how you would do like a legitimate Bailey heel. Like, how do you take that character and turn them into a heel?
0: Maybe you keep going for the hugs and then being like, Nah, just kidding. Fuck you. (laughs) I know. but then it's also her that. ponytail
3: goes to the other side yeah
0: and you're like oh shit yeah she gets like some kind of like eye tattoo or something mm. just you know that like the huggers just like they're just deflated on the stage oh maybe. Yeah.
3: she like she comes out the first time and they come up and then she just pulls out some garden shears and like yeah. cuts them in half
0: there you go they go flying off this, yeah the she's arena. like
3: no more hugging
0: yeah Yeah, I guess. I mean, it seems like they're trying to keep her a little bit more aggressive now. So we'll see if that means more of a heel attitude going forward. Uh, I don't think she's done with Charlotte, though. No one's ever really done with Charlotte. But I don't really know who feuds for the title next if it's not a continuance of this. So we'll see uh, come Tuesday. Next up, we have the SmackDown Tag Team title match. Um, The Revival defeated the New Day to become your new SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Uh, I thought this match was quite good. It got a little worrisome at the end for those that had picked uh, the the Revival because they hit Shatter Machine, had Xavier Woods just lay in there, and everyone's like, why aren't they pinning him? Oh, they're trying to brag. This is going to backfire. I can't believe this. Oh my God, this is so stupid. Just pin him. You guys are so dumb. Uh, but then they put a submission on him and like taunted him until he tapped out. Um, so it made the Revival look a lot more aggressive and a lot more badass which I thought was pretty cool and like a good thing for them.
3: Hmm. I mean, there's always, always the talk of them wanting to leave going on.
0: Yeah. I I feel like we've quelled that enough. Like I haven't heard that in a while. Yeah. It's
3: just one of those things that was like always kind of in the background Yeah, and you're kind of always looking at them going like, well, what are they going to give them to do? Yeah, exactly. And this just seemed like, okay, this is what they do.
0: Yeah. So, uh, I like the more aggressive side of them. I don't know if they're still going to run with Randy Orton or not, uh, but them as champions being a little bit more like they've always been obnoxious, but mm. this seems like they're going to be a lot more like assholey. And I think that works a lot better for their gimmick than just like, Hey, we, you suck. Hey, 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 yeah, hey, it's hey. Just just, not like douchebag
3: cockiness. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like I want, I want assholiness. I yeah. want like aggression from these guys who say they're the best fighters, you know, just fists. You know? right
3: now. They're annoying. You want to be mad yeah, at them?
0: Exactly. Exactly. And th- I saw more of that tonight with, the, the way that they taunted Xavier to tapping out the way they like they pulled his knee pad down. They ripped his tights um, like exposing his leg and then put in like a knee bar or something like that. Um, so I think that I like to see more of this from the revival going forward. And I think uh, that'll make for some compelling uh, tag team title picture stuff. Uh, after that, speaking of tag team titles, we had the women's tag team championships, uh, Alexa bliss and Nikki cross defeated fire and desire And I don't know why everyone keeps betting against me on this. Everyone keeps saying, this is the wedge time. Digital John said it. I think Tyler was on board with it. I went
3: with Nikki Cross. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, but like... The, so many people, Joe, are not like us. I mean, there's a reason they're not champions it, right what, now. Why? I don't. I don't understand it. Um, but they keep thinking that this is going to be the pay per view where the wedge gets driven between the best friends of all time.
3: Oh yeah. Okay. I, I can kind of understand that. I but was it's thinking, been
0: every pay per view, and I'm like, no, guys, this is true friendship. I was like, just true like, bond. there's no way
3: Fire and Desire are winning. Is what I was thinking. <laughs> That's fair.
0: I mean, they haven't. Like, I like that tag. We all like that tag team. Oh yeah, I like they Sonya just, Deville a lot. They just don't. Win, unless it's to get them a tag team title match that they promptly then lose mm. uh, the match was good i thought the match was thoroughly enjoyable uh, but i just i have to rub it in that i keep saying you know alexa bliss and nikki cross are the the greatest friends that wrestling has ever seen you know and everyone keeps trying to drive that wedge in there and no 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 solid as a rock these mm. two uh but yeah a very a very good match uh nikki cross gets the pin again which is intriguing because i wonder if Alexa's is going to start feeling you know, you know, I'm not even going to say not, it.
3: not Not friendly. Yeah.
0: Well, that's, I mean, that's where the wedges start is if people keep poking the fact that Nikki's getting the pins. But as long as they keep getting the pins, as long as you're still champion, you're best friends. Mm. And so I'm not even worried about it. Uh, they're going to be okay. Uh, after that, we had the Intercontinental Championship. Shinsuke, Nox- uh, Shinsuke Nakamura with Sami Zayn defeated The Miz. Uh, another very good match. I don't know why Shinsuke's not on TV more. Uh, The Miz did a really good job He was another person that we were talking about In the same vein as Bobby Roode Like it was a big deal when
3: Shinsuke Nakamura was coming Yeah And then he has been completely underutilized this whole time He's always been there But like I feel like he should be so much more
0: Yeah I mean he had his He had his shots at the the world title with AJ But he lost like three in a row And when you lose three title matches in a row Like I understand not wanting to take the belt off AJ at that time He was the hottest thing in the company But if you feed someone like a Shinsuke to him three times in a row, give him, give him the middle win. Yeah. You know, give it or give him a win by, but don't give him the belt kind of thing. Like make it seem like he can do something that isn't just lose or get, you know, or like they had double count outs and stuff like it just never, it never looked like he was ever going to really get the win. And so fans stopped paying attention. Like we all love Shinsuke, just be on TV more. And this match I thought was evident of that. So, more Shinsuke, please. Sammy's aim was great on the outside. Ultimately, he causes the distraction that gets uh, the Miz kinshasa so, uh, but there are some good surprising like the Miz hit a really good skull crushing finale that I thought like was generally going to be it before Sammy jumped in uh, to break it up. but um, I mean, the Miz. We're getting the draft soon. I don't think the Miz is going to be staying on SmackDown if that's where Shinsuke is going to be. I think the Miz stays on Raw because eventually he's going to have to plug his USA show when it returns for season three or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So Miz is definitely sticking around on Raw, uh, but I don't know where Shinsuke goes from here. I don't. I don't know what the rosters will look like in three weeks or two weeks or whatever when they do this, or I guess it's like a like a month now when they do this new draft. So you got to kind of tide people over until then. I don't know what the October. Friend, friendship
3: feud with sammy
0: maybe yeah maybe that's just what we do use to pass the time yeah but they just put them together so i feel like you got to let it kind of work itself out a little bit we'll see uh then it was the raw women's championship match sasha banks defeated becky lynch though it was by disqualification something that you didn't know until five to ten minutes after that it happened because like uh you know those of you that saw it joe you didn't nope. um so Sasha goes to try to hit uh, Becky with a chair. Ref takes it away. Becky then goes to try to hit Sasha with a chair. Sasha moves, and Becky hits the ref. They mm. then brawl all over the arena. Uh, Becky Lynch covers Sasha Banks and Mustard. It was real gross. <gasps> Got it all in her hair everywhere. Like, they're rolling around. Wait,
3: Yellow Mustard or, like, oh, Brown Mustard? Yellow Mustard. Oh. Yeah,
0: Yellow Mustard. And so, like, they're walking down the stairs, and Sasha Banks is just, like, kind of bouncing off the... Like the fans in the aisle way. because obviously she's staggered from all the attacks, which just means that she's from leaving. All the mustard. Well, she's leaving mustard all over all these fans who just bought a new shirt in the to to, to wear to the show. Yeah, which is just, just like oh, it's so gross. But yeah, so like they brawl all over the arena, which was cool. Like that brawl was legitimately fun. Uh, but then all of a sudden, Michael – like, they're working their way back down, and you see the ref is still out, which was absurd in itself because he was down for, like, 10 minutes.
3: Nobody came to check on him Nobody came anything. to check on him. They
0: never brought another referee down, and he just, like – he looked like he was taking a nap. <laughs> it was really funny. Uh, so we're all thinking and watching in the room, like, oh, okay, the ref's going to wake up right as they get back in the ring, and that's how we'll finish the match. And right as they're coming back down the stairs – Michael Cole's like, I've just been informed that Becky lost via disqualification because she hit the ref and that's not okay. Wait,
3: who made the call? Michael
0: Cole? Like, <laughs> or he's, he's the one who made the announcement. He's like, I'm getting word from the back.
3: Yeah, but I mean, wouldn't the ref have to be the one to make the call?
0: Uh, no, apparently, like, you know, maybe it's like how they have it in, uh, like, football where they go to, like, go to the, the, head, the head ref in stanford or something like, like they've got a referee in stanford like making sure everything's by the book
3: that never happened never happened this. once in the history
0: of wrestling where they've made a call when a ref couldn't make it like yeah that's so that we're all like just wait like we hesitated to mark it down on the sheet because we're just like uh we sure uh, we only have pens here guys we can't correct this <laughs> so like i don't what's gonna happen here I'm, i don't know this is weird so yeah so then that that got officially confirmed when the ring announcer was like, "And you know, the winner by disqualification, mm-hmm. Sasha Banks."
3: Uh, who knows? This might be overturned come uh, come Tuesday.
0: Like, I this probably is a thing where they're like, "That's not the real ending." Like, I need another. Like, they're definitely having another match. Yeah, Um, which will be good because I can I can maybe get a little bit more invested in the build. I liked it so far. I like heel Sasha Banks way more. Uh, as we talked about earlier and so i'm excited to see more of this and see it keep going
3: there's like no one ever more up and down in the heel face department than sasha bank has been yeah what's well because it feels like every pay-per-view she's a heel and then a face and then a yeah. heel and then a face
0: what's well, one of those things where she moves a lot of merch because she's good and people really love her, regardless of whether she's a heel or a face. No, she's, she works
3: good either way.
0: Yeah, she's a fan favorite. So I think when they see her moving merch and see how behind her the like how behind how behind her the fans are, like Vince is just like, oh, the fans love you. Got to make you a face. And it's like, but you're forgetting the reason why we love her is because look what an awesome heel she is. And like, who doesn't love a good heel? So that's why I think the like the up and down thing just really hurts her because it's like uh, okay, oh i'm cheering for you this week hey yay oh i'm supposed to boo you uh, it's too up and down yeah um but yeah this is definitely going to continue um there was a, a disarmer through a chair afterward because like after the match got back into the ring becky just beat the shit out of sasha with a chair put her in the disarmer through like the seat of the chair so that was uh that was pretty brutal so we're probably gonna get some kind of stipulation match if not a hell oh hell in a cell is next mm that's october so maybe we'll get a hell in a cell match between these two which could be pretty fun
3: oh yeah with them like going out of the ring and stuff mm,
0: out of the ring all, these all over the jurors. arena and yeah. shit yeah. yeah so that could be pretty exciting i'd be down for that uh all right next match after that was the wwe championship though to be fair this is the point where joe got here and he brought us souvenirs from vacation so a lot of us did not pay very close attention to what happened here um, very professional Yeah, I know. Well, I'm not going to lie to the people and be like, yep, I definitely paid attention to all of this match. And I remember when Randy Orton uh, kicked (laughs) Kofi Kingston (laughs) and won or lost the match. Uh, No, Kofi defeats Randy here. Um, I think we got done with souvenir times to watch like a bulk of the end of it. Nothing really different from any of their other matches these guys have had um you know for 10 years or whatever and even in the like tag team matches they've had recently we saw a lot of the same moves um it wasn't very exciting i think this might have needed a little bit more to really like hook me in
3: and like i mean you know like, like you said we weren't really paying attention um the fact of that like it just ended with just a straight clean trouble mm-hmm. in paradise and then that was it mm-hmm Despite the fact that I wasn't paying attention to most of the match, I just kind of like looked at that and I was like, really? Randy just went down with just like one Trouble in Paradise, nice and clean. Like It seems kind of anticlimactic almost.
0: Yeah, I mean, he got in his RKO earlier and then Kofi got his foot on the ropes. Um, they they brawled a little bit on the outside, which was good. Like It never really felt as physical or as brutal as I think the build has indicated that it should have been. Like, uh, on SmackDown on Tuesday, they, like, fought all around the arena, and he put Randy through a table. A
3: lot of that happened.
0: So, I, I don't I don't know why this seemed tamer than any of their other previous... Like, I thought they were supposed to really, really hate each other and have for the last ten years. And I don't think this match was indicative of that. And, like, also,
3: Randy is Randy. Yeah, he's supposed exactly. supposed to be, like, the
0: super brutal dude.
3: Yeah, I mean, doesn't he... doesn't give a shit kind of thing.
0: He went for the boot. Like, he went for the punt. Uh, which would have been pretty great if he connected oh,
3: yeah. with it. Oh, yeah. We all were kind of, we were like, oh, shit, the punt. Like, yeah. I haven't seen that in a long time. No.
0: He missed it. Like, he didn't get it, which is kind of a shame. Yeah. Um, but that would have given him that really cerebral Randy moment where it would have felt like, all right, wow, damn, you really got him with it. Yeah. But I don't think this one's done either, which I'm not jazzed about because the whole story has just been, oh, ten 10 years you tried to keep me down. 10, 10 years, Randy, you tried. And, I don't know, these matches don't seem like a guy who's you've hated for 10 years. Or has hated you for 10 years. Mm-hmm. I don't really get that feeling from it. But we'll see uh, what comes of it. Maybe Randy gets drafted to Raw. Who knows? Uh, we're going to change things up a whole bunch. Uh, after that match was Eric Rowan versus Roman Reigns. Uh, this was a wash. We all picked Roman Reigns. Uh, because at the time, we thought, of course we would. It's, it's Roman, Roman Reigns. It's, but it, more so, it's Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan. Yeah. Like... Uh, Rowan's always a lackey he's you know he's clearly separated himself from Daniel Bryan for now but uh, he, he's they re- not he's not like main event material in no. any way shape or form like are they really gonna put him over Roman Reigns like of course not no um and we were wrong we were dead we were dead wrong well did they put him over
3: Roman Reigns
0: not not well yes I mean <laughs> he won one two three in the middle of the ring like he pinned Roman Reigns he went over um but he didn't do it alone And he didn't do it with Daniel Bryan because that's what I thought that like Daniel Bryan might come out and say, because I said the only way that Eric Rowan wins this match is if Daniel Bryan comes out and says, I got you, Roman. I tried to murder you this whole time. It was me trying to murder you. I was, we were a team the whole time and we tricked you and you did. You you thought I didn't do it, but I did. And then like, that's how Rowan would get the win. But it wasn't Daniel Bryan that came out to do that. Uh, It was Luke Harper. Which we were all stunned by. And the reveal of it was particularly great for the TV crowd. Because Roman's running down the ramp to try to get the spear. Mm-hmm. And you just see a big boot. And you're just thinking. And you see a beard and a boot. And you're and like, oh. A black t-shirt. Oh, Rowan. Like, oh, Rowan countered. That's, that's crazy. And then I was like, wait a minute. His t-shirt's different. Uh, and his
3: beard isn't red.
0: Yeah. And that's, and that's Luke Harper. Who hasn't been on TV in I don't even remember how long pretty sure he asked for his release on Twitter like 3 or 4 months ago and just like and everyone had just believed like oh this guy's he's just getting he's just, kept off
3: yeah he's just gone
0: he's gone they're not going to have him on TV eventually his contract will expire they'll let him go and then he can go to AEW or he can go to the indies or he can go to wherever you know impact uh, new japan wherever he wants to go and everyone's going to love him because he was underutilized by WWE i can't believe they did him dirty like that what the fuck is a bludgeon, brother? <laughs> uh, all the various things that everyone says. And most of the time they were right. It, we thought that that's what was going to happen. I did, definitely did not expect to see Luke Harper tonight. That was a complete surprise. But like a welcome one. I'm excited to kind of see where this goes. Because are they a tag team? Is he just helping out his friend Rowan? Like is. Is he the friend and Rowan is, this, yeah, is like, only the star now? Yeah, is only going to be here now? for like two episodes? Yeah, I don't know. Or are they back to being a tag team? Which I'm not super jazzed about because it seems like they always just return to that well. They're hot for like a month and then they forget about mm-hmm. them. Yeah. So.
3: I mean, you could do some sort of thing where like they're not a tag team, but they're both, you know, palling around still. Like yeah. they show up, if you know, for each other's matches.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Mutually assured destruction kind of thing. Yeah, yeah.
3: Like, I'll cover your back, you cover mine kind yeah. of thing. The match itself was pretty good, I thought. Yeah. like You know, it was a no holes barred match. Or, uh, and, I mean, they fully utilized it. They were all over the place. Same as with uh, with uh, uh, Becky, and Becky and Charlotte. Sa- Sasha. Sasha. I didn't see that match, so yeah, I don't yeah, remember yeah. who it was. But yeah, you're fine. Going off of what you were saying, yeah. they're all over we're the place. Which, listened. once again, is just seems like it's this is to lead up to... Uh, a hell in a cell match mm-hmm. yeah that's what you do before a hell in a cell match you, you do that and then you say well i'm gonna put you somewhere where you can't get away yeah. and then roman's gonna say well i'm gonna put you somewhere where your buddy can't show up and beat the crap out of me yep and now that's how you have that match set up
0: yeah i mean you're you're 100 right that's that's the playbook for <laughs> for hell in a cell uh so yeah i will i mean we'll see what happens with it i'm excited to have luke harper back Everyone in the I, crowd legitimately I always popped. liked Luke Harper for
3: some reason. Ever since he had that, like, when he went solo and he had that um, entrance that was just the eyes mm. all over the place. Mm-hmm. I I always loved that entrance. I always got excited because I'm like, that's like proper creepy. Yeah. And proper right on character.
0: Yeah, because he's just like a backwoods swamp monster kind of thing. Yeah. So with a But dirty, they got dirty dirty three of time. them. So, yeah. or three others, that's the problem. True. So, yeah, we'll see where this goes going forward. sure we'll get more answers on SmackDown. They did say as they were walking back up the ramp, it's not over, Roman. It's not over. Uh, Finally, to close out the card as we expected, was Seth Rollins versus Braun Strowman for the Universal title. They're no longer co-champs as the tag champs. They're now just feuding with each other. Uh, Seth Rollins ultimately utilizes four curb stomps and a pedigree. Uh, and puts Braun Strowman down one, two, three in the middle of the ring. This match was fantastic. I think this was my match of the night. I thought this was Braun's match. The best match that he's had ever. I thought the stuff that they were able to do was fantastic. I thought they made him look incredibly strong. Even though he lost another title match. Which is like... Granted, his have been spaced out. So we're not in the same Shinsuke territory like I was talking about before. Yeah, But he's now lost to Brock... He lost to Roman a couple of times. He's now lost to Seth. I, and the crowd didn't seem happy with it. Like I think they Yeah, that's really, what I was
3: really surprised by. Like, how against Seth everybody was. Yeah.
0: And especially towards the end. Like, it was pretty 50-50 because obviously they're both faces right now. So, the crowd was very much behind both guys. I think they were just excited to see a good match like anybody would be. Uh, which it was. But towards the end, as Braun was putting in work and seth was kicking out or they were just trading like crazy moves one after the other i think the crowd seemed to be like really into to like braun pulling this out when he he kicked out of the first three curb stops you could tell everyone was like oh thank god and oh. then when
3: he like he got the fourth one in the crowd started
0: booing yeah. seth and when like and when the like the three count happened everyone was just like okay a lot of people were sitting down which was, they were not doing at the end, like, towards the end of the match. Everyone was standing. But then when the pinfall came, everyone was just kind of, like, sitting back, like, ah, oh, fuck, man.
3: I think it's by the time a like, person kicks out of the fourth
0: finisher, yeah. you're like, okay, he can't lose now. Yeah. Like, it makes sense as to why he, like, would. Because it's Braun. Well, like, but, like, because he took four curb stomps, like, it. I guess that's why he's down. Even Braun can't. Well,
3: yeah. I mean, logistically, it makes sense that he took four curb stomps, so he should stay Mm -hmm. down. But you're thinking, like, as he gets up after the fourth one, you're like, he's a fucking okay. There, he's the unstoppable monster. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's
0: lived up to his name. There's no way he doesn't walk out of here with that belt over. Yeah,
3: you don't take four of those and stand up again just to lose.
0: Yeah, I mean, ultimately, that's what he did. But I thought this is the best that he's looked. He hit you know he hit all of his regular you know, moves He hit a fucking third rope jump the splash off the top rope was insane and looked like it hurt a lot to <laughs> everybody
3: I mean when he got up I legit thought his knee was hurt he, yeah like well, he, he sold the knee injury pretty well from yeah. that point on
0: yeah i like when well, we at first it's when Seth went up for the like um the superplex we're all just like, no, this is
3: not fucking no. happening. I think you were like describing. I think I think Braun really wanted to go for it, but then was just like, this isn't gonna work.
0: No, because like I think you were describing, like you were telling us a story from vacation, and I just went, guys, <laughs> something guys, bad about to happen. Guys, Seth Rollins is gonna try to flip Braun Strowman, and I don't think it's gonna work. I think a I think a ring is about to break. Yeah. Oh man, that would have been devastating. But but ultimately he he knocks Seth off into the splash, and the splash is epic and awesome too. So. Uh, I don't, I don't know where they go from here. I assume there's still the mutual respect of like, hey, you you took me to my limit, I took you to yours. No hard feelings about the tag titles. Maybe we'll try for them again in the future. Like, but I, I, don't know if they keep fighting, uh, especially because right afterwards, uh, Seth Rollins was walking up the ramp and the lights went out and he was attacked by the Fiend, uh, setting clearly setting up a Hell in a Cell match or a Firefly Funhouse match. And now that I've said it, it's going to happen. So you don't say it. Don't you say it, Joe. Because that's what happens when you say things. Okay. So don't.
3: I will not mention that there will be a Firefly Funhouse match. Fuck.
0: Damn it. I gave him the idea. I'm sorry. So sorry. <laughs> yeah, of course it's going to be. It's going to be Hell in a Cell, but there's going to be like your puppets and all kinds of shit around the ring. So like maybe it'll be fun. Maybe it'll be stupid. Who the fuck knows? This could be when they jump the shark with it, which would be really sad. Uh, <laughs> but, like, the, the little the little fiend bit, it's menacing. Like, when the lights go out, the lights come up just on him. They're stroby, They're moving the camera, shaking around.
3: It's a very good mask yeah, in the fact is. that it, like, it it looks like it's actually, like, part of his face.
0: Yeah, it looks like the straps that are holding the skin on are affixed, are also, like, attached to his, like, skull. yeah. It's hard to tell where the mask ends and like his face begins. So they do a really good job with it. Yeah. And I always, and
3: I, I can't not think of the Joker. Oh, well, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The, it's so uh, clearly the, what they were doing with it. It was the death of the family Joker where he's like wearing yeah. another person's face. Yeah, Well, he was wearing his own face. His own he face, cut his yeah. own
3: face off and then just wore it as a mask.
0: Yeah. And the contacts are great. Mm-hmm. Um, the mandible claw is sufficiently scary. Especially like when he's holding a lifeless Seth's body in the Sister Abigail like prone pose. It's exciting. I don't, it's cool that he's going right into the title picture. I think that's fun. The Firefly Funhouse is super over. I mean,
3: it has to. I don't, I don't understand how you can build up from that. You have to take something like that and just go whole hog right off the bat. Yeah. I can't picture him doing like little matches for a while leading
0: up to it. No.
3: Something that, I don't know, like grandiose in design, you, you have to hard sell it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why the Firefly Funhouse segments are good every week, because that would be where you would normally get a Bray Wyatt promo in the ring talking about the whole world or whatever in the swamp. But you do this, and so that like that's different enough each week. You can play with it a little bit more, and you don't have to have The Fiend show up mm. on Raw every week. So... The ultimate thing that that's going to bother me the most is I don't see the fiend wearing a universal title.
3: Yeah, that's that's true. He seems like he is a good like menacing character in the background kind yeah. of thing, but uh and it's a double-edged sword because like he's a good menacing character in the background thing, but if he always loses his championship matches, yeah. He's not going to be menacing after that.
0: What I do think could work and this would be the only way that I think that I'd be okay with And that's with what Bray
3: Wyatt was. Yeah.
0: is if The Fiend wins the title and then rather than The Fiend showing up wearing his belt every week which would just look stupid and no one would like that, you get the funhouse character to come out every week with the belt. He's got the red sweater, he's got the hurt and heel gloves, like he's got his look from the segments and he has the belt and he's delivering or he's just in the Firefly Funhouse wearing the belt. Like, that's how you get the belt on the show every week, I guess. Mm,
3: that might work, yeah.
0: But then you don't have the champion in those, like, six-man tag matches that have all of the contenders in it or something. like. And so you get that stuff out of there, which I guess people complained about when Brock wasn't having those kinds of matches. But maybe they just wanted to see him cut a promo, and he doesn't need to wrestle. You just need to see the belt every week, is, and that's all people want.
3: I mean, or even at that point, you could have, you know, the Funhouse host on the screen for a segment before his match and then he comes out without the belt maybe as the fiend to fight maybe or maybe you do some sort of uh i mean even at that point you could they could still go along the lane uh the line of um uh, finn balor and the demon maybe have firefly funhouse version of him fight sometimes
0: and then the fiend fight sometimes I mean, that's probably the only way you get to have Bray Wyatt on TV every week. Wrestling would Mm. be that. Um, But I just, the problem with that ultimately for the wrestling standpoint is I think that character in the Firefly Funhouse is too passive to like want to be in a match or be in a fight. Whereas, like, Finn is just a normal guy who is a wrestler. Mm, true. And the demon is, like, the super version of the wrestler. Whereas, like, the Firefight Funhouse guy is just a TV host. Like, he just wants. Yeah,
3: it would be like. Um, like,
0: uh, a, a Mr. Rogers trying to yeah, be a
3: wrestler. Or the guy from Blues Clues all of a yeah. sudden coming out going, like, and I'm going to beat you
0: up. Yeah, exactly. And, like, that doesn't quite work. Even if there is this demonic undertone, mm. I don't think he could wrestle. But I think we could do something where the is. <laughs> he could just become, like, Bo
3: Dallas's old. Uh, <laughs> Bo-Leave gimmick.
0: There you go. <laughs> Maybe just get Bo Dallas to wrestle instead and be like, yeah, that's the Fiend, guys. It's, uh, Clearly, aren't they?
3: they look exactly alike. They look
0: so <laughs> similar. They could be related. They could be brothers. Yeah. Uh, Joe, what was your match of the night of the three that you saw, two and a half that you saw? Uh,
3: it had have to be the Seth Braun mm-hmm. match. Uh, they, I mean, they put on a hell of a show. And no matter what, I, I still always enjoy seeing Braun come out. Um, I mean, the... the um, Roman Reigns, they did some good, like out of the ring stuff. Uh, I liked the the ending a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I had to give it in the pure technical sense to the, the Braun-Seth match.
0: Yeah, the ending of uh, of Roman and Rowan was good. I especially liked the like double handed choke slam into a power bomb
3: oh, yeah, through the table. Good. Yeah,
0: um, which I forgot about. Uh, but that was a that was a great move that showed off Rowan's power pretty well. Yeah. Um so that closed a lot better, but I still think in terms of like best match, I think it was this last one. Hmm. Um and ultimately I was bummed by AJ Styles and Cedric Alexander not being on the main show. So I'm hoping it's that so gets, I'm hoping it's so weird. Hoping we get more of like, that going forward. I mean if it's it's AJ, man. I know. AJ is not pre-show material. No. And the the problem I mean the problem with the show like Clash of Champions where every belt is on the line is that if you're gonna have two pre-show matches, you have to have two titles on the pre-show.
3: Oh yeah, I guess that's true.
0: Ultimately, though, I think I feel like I would have rather had Shinsuke and the Miz on the pre-show, just because Shinsuke hasn't really been on TV. I'm yeah. glad that he gets the main roster paycheck, and maybe that you know being on the main event show is better for him. So that's great. But in terms of the what I was interested in seeing more, yeah, the production
3: value, yeah,
0: how it should go. I uh, I wanted AJ on the main card instead. I would have probably swapped those. So, I mean, ultimately, a good show. There was a lot to like. Um, There was a lot of, like, little questionable things here and there. I don't think this was a, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Wow, what a pay-per-view thing. There also wasn't really any title changes for the most part. Just the Raw and SmackDown tag team titles changed hands tonight. Uh, I believe everybody else, yeah, everybody else stayed the same. So that was kind of of sad. I would like to see more title changes. On a thing
3: that's about challenging the titles yeah the fact that they wouldn't change that like much is a little disappointing
0: yeah i did really like uh i don't know if you noticed that joe because we were obviously like talking and catching up but whenever they did the introductions for each match for all of the title matches they brought the house lights down brought like a white spotlight on the ring and like had all the led boards yellow so it had this really cool like golden yeah that was really cool i really thought that was a nice little production you know element for a show called clash of champions like highlight these champions and these challenges for these matches i thought that was a really good touch Uh, so props to you wwe production team i didn't Um,
3: realize that they were doing that for like every match i did see them when they when braun and um seth were coming out and i was like oh that looks really fucking cool
0: yeah well because the only match that you saw the beginning of was the rowan reigns match and that wasn't uh, that wasn't a title match they didn't do that i don't think they did that anyway hmm. uh, because oh it also started on the outside because they just it was no dq so they just went after each other yeah with it was funny you say that you didn't really notice that they were they weren't sure if they were doing that for everybody was because when uh when we started watching it the pre-show they did it and we're like oh are they just trying to hide the fact that the seats aren't fully filled in yet <laughs> you know because it's still the pre-show oh, it's yeah, still early yeah. are they just trying to hide the fact that it's not sold out or whatever Uh, And they were like, "Oh no, this is actually just a really cool thing that they're doing, and there's plenty of people there, so never mind." Uh, So that was a lot of fun. So, uh, like we alluded to earlier, at the end of the night, Joe, you think you only got like one or two picks wrong today? Two wrong. Two wrong. So you are our world champion. Uh, I am the intercontinental champion. I was just one behind you. Uh, If I had known AJ was going to be on the pre-show, we would have tied probably. So uh, we we flip flop belts. So I go from being world to IC, you go from IC to world. Yeah, it's so um, weird
3: having belts. I know,
0: crazy, right? It's so unnatural feeling to yeah, me. Yeah, you don't even know what that's like anymore. I know. Uh, you couldn't wait to put it on, you were so excited. Uh, ultimately, we didn't have a single hardcore belt title change tonight. I don't know why, none of us, like, it, there wasn't enough to go on, I think, to, to try to get something out of it. Um, so obviously everything was a little bit more obscure, that we're, and it's just nothing came to pass. So uh, to end the night, Carrie was the Ms. Participation Award winner. Uh, so she took the frame home uh, as the Ms. Participation Award winner. Uh, any final thoughts from you, Joe, from what you saw, what you wish you have saw at any of these matches you want to go back to watch that you think uh, might? Uh, I
3: actually like to go back and watch the Becky match. It sounded interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, I think that one's worthwhile. I think the ending to the Revival one, like that match is pretty good. And like, you know, the New Day and the Revival, they always put on mm. at least good matches. Um, there was some weird stuff in the the women's tag team title match. It was a whole 24-7 title segment, though they really fucked up here because uh, Alexa Bliss went for a pin attempt on our truth to win the 24-7 title in the middle of her own match. And he kicked out and we were all sitting there on the couch going, God damn it. <laughs> she should have won a title in the middle of her title defense. That would have been so cool. And, you know, you'd be able to talk about that moment. It's never happened before now, in the history. If she gets
3: pinned uh, by her current actual opponent, does that? do they win both belts? Or is, is, is it a separate pin from the 24-hour belt? I
0: think it might be a separate pin because I thought it was maybe a second. No, it was the same ref. So I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe that's why they didn't do it. But they were scheduled to win anyway. Or scheduled. Whoa. I know. What, what am I saying? I'll cut that out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I think they should have done that. That was – that was that could have been fun. And then R-Truth could have just like pinned her or whatever later. Hmm. Or after the match, you could have had Sonya Deville pin or Carmella pin her. And then R-Truth pins Carmella or something. Like You could have made it work. But yeah, ultimately uh, a fun show. I thought it was pretty good. Um, and uh, I walked out of Champions League, so was Not too bad. Uh, all right, well then, remember, that I think I'll do it then for the Broken Clock Podcast main event. Remember, you can find the main event the Monday after every WWE pay-per-view on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. So let us know what your match of the night was uh, and what feuds you're looking forward to continuing as we go towards Hell in a Cell. Uh, are you excited to watch NXT Live starting on Wednesdays uh, this week? Uh, Joe are you going to watch NXT live now that's on TV uh,
3: I don't have cable
0: or anything oh so no <laughs> no. there you go uh, you can still watch it on the network Joe don't worry it'll still be there for you excellent uh, yeah let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods uh, I'd like to thank you Joe for sticking around even though you didn't watch all of the show and you I'm some... very tired <laughs> me too buddy me too um, so once again my name is Adam I'm Joe and thanks so much for listening goodbye